Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now for our story. It was a little after nine o'clock in the evening. On a quiet street in Wakefield, an impressive-looking black car pulled up and parked in front of one of the town's few apartment houses. Not a very startling fact in itself, but the arrival of the car created quite a stir amongst the neighbors sitting on the front porch across the street. I'll be. Isn't that Ben Calvert's car? Of course it is. That's Ben getting out. What do you suppose that means? (laughs) <laughs> what do you think? That car's been a regular fixture on that street two nights a week for a long time. I know, but it's been months since Ben called on Jesse Ward. Well, looks like she's got him back. Well, Ben Calvert may come to see Jesse, but you can bet your bottom dollar her car will never be in his garage on 11th. Maybe she doesn't want it there. Listen to the man. Why, Jesse'd give her right on to be Mrs. Ben Calvert. Hmm. I don't know why. I can't imagine anyone wanting to get mixed up with that Calvert clan. Well, the answer to that's money. And Calvert sure has a pile. Well, I've never cared too much for Jesse Ward, but I can't help but feel kind of sorry for her. She's no chicken anymore. Nope. She made her mistake a long time ago. And I remember, oh, years ago, I tried to have a little talk with Jesse about that. Oh, yes, I remember. Well, I told her then, but she made it quite clear that she thought I ought to mind my own business. Might have been better for her if she hadn't been so hoity-toity. If she'd listened to folks who met her well. Because when a woman puts herself in the position Jessie's done, well, she'll never get Ben Calvert. <laughs> you ask me, she's better off if you don't. She's a mean man. The conversation of neighbors. A conversation that's quite revealing of the sentiment of the town towards the man who at this moment stands waiting outside Jesse Ward's door. Why, Ben, good evening. Do come in. Oh. Here, let me take your hat. 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 There you are. If I had a feeling you might come in this evening. You knew darn well I would. <laughs> Just sit down, Ben, and don't pay any attention to the way things look. Since getting in this morning, I just haven't had a chance to pick up around here. Well, you've been pretty busy since getting in this morning, haven't you, Jesse? Had a big day. <laughs> hmm. Would you like a drink? No, thanks. How about a little cherry? I have some of the kind you used to be so very fond of. No, no, thank you, Jesse. Well, you're calling on me like old times, isn't it? I hardly think that 
This is the time, Jesse, for reminiscing or post-mortem. Oh, I'm just amused because I think how foolish I was. <laughs> but, you know, Ben, you were a little foolish, too. Really? Yes, you took me too much for granted. You never fully realized how much I had your interest at heart. But I do realize it now, Jesse. As you told me this morning, you saw fit to go clear to California just to put my mind at rest. That's a very touching gesture. I'm glad you appreciate it. Tell me something, Jesse. What? How come you didn't think Kit was going out west to get a divorce? Oh, just from a number of little things. And why didn't you tell me your deductions? Oh, why do you think? I'm not quite certain yet. Tell me, then, why do you think I went out to California? Not to put my mind at rest. That's one thing I'm sure of. But isn't it at rest now? With Kit going to have a baby out there alone? Then you finally admit that I was telling you the truth this morning. Yes, yes, yes. When did you decide I wasn't bluffing? When I talked to Bill Mead. After he knew I'd found out, he admitted it. You've been very clever, Jesse. Thank you. How did you find out where Kit was? That's my secret, and I don't think it concerns us at the moment. It concerns me because I want... Well, never mind. Oh. So Bill wouldn't give you her address. I didn't think he would. What is her address, Jesse? I've got to know. She needs me. She needs you. Oh. What she needed was to have the truth told to her years ago. I don't see why you're so upset. She's done the discreet thing. The thing that'll save her pride and yours in case anything goes wrong. She's kept it a secret, gone out of town. I know how difficult it is for you not to manage everything, Ben, but since Kit has shown she doesn't want you to have any part of this, I'd respect her feeling. It's simple enough to get detectives if I have to. I know she's in Los Angeles. You mean she got off the train at Los Angeles? Hmm? You heard me. And detectives might be able to locate her, but I think it would take weeks, even months. If I were you, Ben, I'd be far more concerned about my status in the town. Meaning what? Well, then, you've spent years proving to yourself and to Wakefield that you're a big frog in a little puddle. Now, wait a minute. Oh, I know your story. I've lived here all my life, and heaven knows I've known you long enough. When you were a young man, you went out to the party. You weren't popular, Ben. You weren't any good at sports. The girls didn't like you. You were rough and unattractive. Jesse. Oh, I remember the night you told me of your childhood, your youth. How you'd stored up everything that had been done to you or set against you. I remember you telling me how you resented David Bowman because he was so well-liked. He was the one boy in town who tried to be your friend. You hated him for it. You hated him, so you married his sister and made her life a living hell until she died. Be quiet, Jesse. I'm not going to be quiet, then. You're going to listen to me. Then there was Mary Lane. You asked her to marry you once long ago. She married Randolph Lane instead. You never got over that, did you, Ben? So when your daughter came back and showed so much interest in Bill Mead, you took great pleasure in helping Kit get Bill away from Aunt Mary's knees. Jesse. Oh, I'm not going to go on. The list of people in this town whom you've treated cruelly and vindictively is too long. But those are the people who haven't forgotten the way you hurt them, Ben. People in this town have come to you in trouble, and you've taken advantage of their difficulties. 
You have money, the biggest house, a beautiful daughter. You like to point to all these things and say, see, the good things of life are all mine. All right, Jesse. Go on. You'd like a grown child, too, wouldn't you, Ben? A nice, healthy boy whom you could brag about, show off. But you may not have that sort of grandchild. And if Wickfield knew what you and Kit might expect, if the time knew why Kit had to go away to have this child, to see first whether or not... Jesse, you mean you're going to see that the story gets out? The story of Kit's heredity? The fact that she's expecting a child? Oh, no, Ben. In fact, I hope the story doesn't have to come out. Very well, then. How much do you want? You mean money? You know perfectly well that's what I'm talking about. But I don't need money. I'm very well fixed. I have this apartment. I have no relatives, no children. Yes, yes, I know. But how much do you want? Oh, then, you are a boor. You're always talking about your position in Wakefield, your pride. Well, let me tell you something about my pride. Do you have any conception of what I've gone through in this town? How do you think I'd like being pitied? Pitied? Women have envied you. Well, maybe years ago there was an element of jealousy, but not now. No, thanks to you, all their predictions have come true. But if you think for one moment money... All right, Jesse, all right. I, I only suggested it because it's the usual answer to blackmail. I don't want to blackmail you, Ben. On the contrary, I want to give you something. And what's that? The assurance of my complete interest in your welfare. The assurance that I'm as eager as you to see that what's happened to Kit doesn't reach the ears of Wakefield. All right. And how do I get that assurance? Motion. But his surface indifference to her proposition didn't alarm Miss Ward. She felt sure she had him where she wanted him. But I wouldn't be too sure of that if I were you, Jesse. For at this moment in Ben's mind is the conviction that he's not going to agree to your demand. I think Ben is going to spar for delay. And delay may be your enemy, Jesse. It won't be too long now before the birth of Kit's child. A baby whose existence it may not be necessary to keep secret from Wakefield. And in that event, Jesse, your case will be lost. 